How about it, man? It's Friday, and uh, welcome to uh, Going Bracket Racing Live. It's Friday. Uh, we're all off work now, and we kind of get to come and have some fun discussing what we like to do anyway besides work. Casey, what's going on, brother? Well, number one thing that was going on was I had the sound on on my phone, so we took care of that really quick. Yeah. But uh, number two, man, I'm just glad that it's Friday. I know we were talking last night, and I was like, man, I just really wish it was Friday right about now. Uh, but we finally made it, man. It was one of those one of those weeks. So certainly I think a long everybody's one. feeling it. Yeah, that was definitely a long one, man. And uh, I think we got a, we got a pretty good topic today. You know, a lot of us are getting really really close. Uh, Shoot, man, it's already February the 5th, and uh, some of us are going drag racing at the end of this month. I can't say the same for myself, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> but uh, we're getting close to go time, Casey. It's about time to, uh, you know, just to do some burnouts and cut some lights and, and hopefully turn on some electricity, man. What you got, uh, uh, what you what do you think, man? You, you going out early or, or what? Well, as long as the weather permits, man, because out here in North Carolina, for some reason, I thought when I moved out here, it didn't snow out here, man. I think I brought all snow with me from Colorado, but uh, yeah, the forecast right now is showing through next week and Valentine's Day time and all that stuff. We're supposed to, you're not going to believe this, we're supposed to get, I think, like four inches after it's all said and done. It isn't going to accumulate, it'll melt down, you know, but right. uh, that isn't good for the uh, grounds, but if, if all else... Uh, everything works out my plan is next week is going to be my weekend to get everything uh in order and uh got to drain the antifreeze out of the car clean the carburetor uh i gotta switch float in the back um because it's plastic float i sprayed wd-40 on it my old man told me the other day he says he says man he's uh he says you didn't spray wd-40 on that plastic float did you i said yeah he goes, well, you better order another one because it eats those plastic floats. You'll be in trouble. So I was like, okay. So now I got to clean all that out. And I don't know. It is what it is, man. Makes you, makes you uh, mind your P's and Q's, make sure everything's in order for the first race of the year. So maybe we can come out swinging. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Hey, good to see some of you guys out here in the chat. We got American Hot Ride Entertainment out there. Hey, the good guys at rhino.co provided us with some pretty sweet uh, pretty sweet apparel. I think the, tonight we're going to do the drawing, right, Casey, where we're going to give out those uh, those things? Yeah, uh, man, we're three... going to get off here. And uh, once we get off here later tonight, uh, me and George will kind of stick around a little bit, and uh, we're going to do this drawing with everybody who liked and shared the uh, Go On Bracket Racing Facebook page and that Rhino post. Anybody who's in there, be sure to uh, hurry up and do it because you're still good to go until we get off here. Yeah, uh, that... Definitely good to go. Um, got a few others in there. Scotty Watts, what's going on, brother? He says he's going to be in Galat in February if weather's permitting. Hey, you guys yeah, might run into each other, Casey. Uh, Scotty, uh, <laughs> Scotty, uh, stay away from Casey in the lanes now. Don't, don't, don't line that thing up next to that blue Nova. Uh, we definitely don't want to, don't want to have to put that on going bracket race YouTube. We ran into Scotty Watts first round, Galat, February, <laughs> whatever date it is. And I've got my sister in the stream too. So what's up uh, to my sister? Thanks for stepping in and. And joining us and, and welcome yeah. to the stream so yeah man uh as we saw as we do as we touched pretty quickly there you you've got a few things that you need to do for next year or for this coming year i should say uh, but let's let's reverse man how did we get on the blue going bracket racing car where we are now i mean that thing is it's good to go uh in my opinion dude you've showed me some time slips where i'm i'm pretty pretty prep pretty impressed by that 
Uh, what do you think, man? You got any work to do, or are you ready to go? No, I, I got it pretty much set up how I uh, how I wanted it. I'd ideally have liked to go on through the motor this year, um, you know, just because I, I bought it with that purple dragster we started the channel with, and uh, it's uh, it wasn't the motor necessarily giving me issues. It was more the uh, wiring giving me issues, but uh, once I got that all figured out, I kind of had some stuff going uh, the right way on that. Couldn't get the car quite consistent. Um, ended up switching carburetors. Ended up getting me a Ken Jones carburetor, man, and it was night and day difference. Picked it up in ET. Picked it up in consistency. Uh, then I had some shock issues on this new car because we, we swapped that motor out of the dragster into this Nova whenever I traded the dragster. Man, we had a busy year last year <laughs> on the Golden Bracket Racing Channel. Uh, got rid of that dragster. It's down in Mississippi now. Got a Malibu for it. You eventually see it out here. Um, but yeah, man, that's, uh, that's the same motor in that car and, uh, finally got it all dialed in. If you look back in the archives of the Golden Bracket Racing How-Tos, you'll see I was having issues with some shock setups on, uh, this car. Uh, back half cars are real sensitive to shocks. Once you get them tuned in, then you're good to go. But I mean, they were just all over the place. Um, finally got them tuned in, got everything figured out. And then the last race of the year. Uh, everything was hooking good and it was kind of doing a wheeling. It was driving right. So then I adjusted the ladder bar. So, uh, should be good to go theoretically this year, man. Uh, what about yourself, man? I know you've been going through this acquisition of this truck. We've all been talking about this truck for seems like forever. I know you've been hunting on that thing for a long time. So how's that acquisition going? Oh, the acquisition's made, you know, the hard part about everything is not necessarily the truck that I'm going to be using on the racetrack but the truck that I'm going to be pulling the, the other truck to the racetrack with. That's the, um, that seems to be the issue. And I don't know what happened to the used car market, but whoever changed it can go straight uh, down under. I ain't, I ain't going to say the bad word I want to say what I'm thinking, but you guys can fill in the blank, you know. And, uh, and uh, so the used car, tr the used truck market kind of kind of hit me in the mouth there for a few grand. So uh, I'm, still, I'm still hunting the truck, but... Um, yeah, man, uh, we the acquisition's done. I mean, I'm gonna head up to uh, to Illinois and uh, we're gonna put a heavy duty K&R wiring kit in it. Uh, that way, we don't go through kind of rule number one in bracket racing: going anywhere with faulty wiring, you're gonna chase your butt pretty bad. And uh, I don't want to uh, have that I don't know wiring system in my car. So we're gonna change that out pretty soon here. And uh, I've been having a, a kind of a tough time figuring out what kind of skins I'm gonna put under it. Uh, tire wise and uh, anybody in the chat, you know, you guys have good, you know, you probably have some good some good recommendations for me. I can't decide between Mickey and Hoosier. I've got to narrow it down oh, to those two. Here but, we go. Uh, <laughs> which one am I going to put on my car? And uh, I don't know, man. If, uh, depends on how many comments I get on this chat. I may go with uh, the, the chat. So uh, certainly uh, feel free to leave your input down there and let me know. <laughs> I, I have good luck with Mickey or, or I have better luck with... Uh, with some sticky Mickey or some uh, some Hoosiers, so um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. There's not really much else to do with that car except to uh, to test it. It's been sitting for a little while. We'll probably do a little bit of testing and uh, kind of get a, a feel for for uh, what that little 380 uh, that 368 is going to do for me. I expect uh, my, my dad's 265, 64, 265, and he ran six O's foot breaking it. So I expect to at least. At least grace the 590s once I got the uh, the delay box and 
Hey, heck, I'm 230, so um, that's a little bit of weight to take out of the car, too. So, um, but yeah, that's what I got going on. As far as last year goes, um, I uh, I got canceled out quite a bit last year with COVID. I had I had a few races scheduled, so I sat all year last year. And um, mm -hmm. once I figured out that I was going to be racing, I just started pinching pennies. I'm sure all of us know how that goes, especially all of us racers on a budget, you know. Um, get the pennies put together, keep the wife uh, as happy as possible. You know how that goes. Less, <laughs> less man. <laughs> yeah. You know, trying to, trying to tread water the right way instead of the wrong way and mess around up brown, you know. So um, I expect to be out probably uh, late March, early April. We'll see here, though. Yeah, man. The uh, I'm glad that you finally uh, – Finally got that all going, man. I remember whenever we were talking earlier in the year, you were you were wondering, you're like, man, I just don't know what to do. And I know you knew what you needed to do, but it's just one of those things like, man, I want to race, but if I race, I'm going to start spending the money that I need to spend on my own stuff. So what do I do? Well, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Hey, man, hold off for those three races and spend that money on your own stuff. Race all year. Yep, that's true. That's true. And you know, it's an SFG race, so the entry fee is not really going to kill me. And uh, but but I didn't want to wind up in the situation where I've got five hundred dollars wrapped up in an airline because I had to cancel the cancel the right. ticket. You know, um, that would have been more detrimental to me than anything. If I have a, a credit with SFG race, well, guess what? I guess I'll be back next year because Kyle's pretty good at throwing your money that you have put into his race at the next race. So. Um, that part would really wouldn't have scared me at all, to be honest. It, it was just more so having to make such a commitment into, you know, I'm in Texas and all these races not quite in Texas yet, even though they'll probably wind up here before it's all said and done. Or, or I'm back sure in St. Louis. Extreme. Yeah. There's going to be one of the extreme soon. I mean, that place isn't that just kind of a magnificent facility? It's, it's really nice. I haven't quite been myself, but I do have I think six races scheduled at Extreme Raceway Park for next year. Um, over here close to the Dallas area and then uh, I've got quite a few scheduled at, uh, in Cattle Mills at I-30 so uh, I think I'm probably going to run Cattle Mills no, excuse me there, I'm going to run Cattle Mills uh, point program I think uh, it'll be a good way for me to get uh, more seat time uh, I may steer clear of the big money races unless hey, I land myself in the winter circle a few times once or twice and then you'll see me at maybe one or two of the big bracket races uh, maybe the Texas two-step out there, Texas Motorsplex, Motorplex, that's that's an hour and a half away from me. So mm -hmm. um, smack dab in the middle of quite a bit of racing, which is uh, exactly how I could have dreamed it, more so a dream come true. So you know how that goes. Yeah, man, that's uh, that's kind of my plan, too, is uh, if I win money along the way, then, uh, then I'll end up on one of these bigger races. Uh, luckily for me, I think SFG's 100Ks at Darlington uh, – I think are around September, like mid-September, something like that. So that works out for me because it gives me the opportunity to pull one out of my rear end at some point throughout this year and then utilize that money maybe to get there because I can get to Darlington in about two and a half hours, uh, kind of in a perfect spot where I'm basically, if you could imagine, a center point between Darlington and BGMP, Virginia Motorsports Park. That's kind of where I'm at as far as north to south goes. So. I kind of got a really good radius over here. Um, I'd like, I mean, obviously we both like to end up at all of those, but that's just not going to be in the cards. I mean, flat out, we both have real jobs, both have families. 
I mean, I don't have any kids. I got me a little dog. She's about as bad as a kid right now. She's only five <laughs> months old. It is what it is. My buddy David, he was laughing at me the other day. I said that. I was like, man, this dog, she's something else. And he's like, man, he basically, he, he told me in very, uh, very few words that aren't these exact words to uh, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, nope. yeah, man, I mean, I'm just ready to go racing. I'm tired of this off season. I'm tired of the cold weather. I want to go out and hang out with people that are uh, involved in the same thing I am and obsessed with the same thing I am. Um, so, what's your setup going to look like, George? When what do you think? Uh, what do you think you're going to be heading to the track with? Um. Well, as far as truck, I'm definitely looking at uh, to get there F250 or Duramax 2500, of course. Um, Anybody got one for sale? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like In my inbox is wide <laughs> open. Um, Send away. I don't want to have to drive too far, but if it's on the way back to Illinois, then I'm not scared to take a plane ticket and uh, come get it and drive back to Illinois because I guess I got something to pick up there too. So, uh, but um, yeah, Casey, man, I don't, I, I don't, I don't quite know what to expect. That's why I love the Going Bracket Racing YouTube channel because while we're doing this and while I have so many years uh, in in drag racing as as a crew chief, quote unquote. Uh, or, or a kind of a, a pit pal, <laughs> uh, leaving out the other word, but, uh, but um, I, I don't know what to expect. And so um, with that being said, I know that I have a strong race car already. That part has proven itself already. I mean, I know the car like the back of my hand just because of who built it, who put all the, the ins and the outs out in it, and uh, where that small block came from, as I told you. Uh, we have a pretty good long history in the small block, uh, small block drag racing industry. Um, Uncle Tony put, the put together the best small block um, in the country, if you ask me. So um, more than likely. Hey, hey. So definitely up there. So I think it's probably going to be coming in around 2,300 pounds, right in that range. I'm, I'm pretty sure it might, it might get up to 2,500. Um, that's going to be max though, and. Um, and so to get a three a three sixty eight to run five nineties in a in a uh, you know in a truck that weighs twenty five hundred pounds that's that's getting the work done so I, I should at least be competitive you know what I mean so um, yeah as far as for that um, you know give give me the best uh, the best luck I can get I guess it's the first time I've ever gone at it like this uh, exactly can't can't. It's going to be a new experience for sure. Uh, it's it's a weird experience. This was my first year, 100% racing on my own. Where like I didn't, I'm talking, I didn't even have buddies around. Like I don't have, I didn't have anybody around here within a thousand miles of me that I knew. Uh, I was just showing up out there and hoping for the best. And uh, it's definitely a weird experience, especially for guys like us. That I mean, we grew up and uh, in our little area, we knew everybody because that's where we grew up was at the racetrack. And it's it's a very new experience to show up somewhere where uh, you don't know anyone. Because even, like, I mean, we'd travel to races every once in a while, but you'd always travel with a group of Somebody, buddies. You know. It's very rare we would all go by ourselves. You'd always yes. have at least one other person that's gone, you know? Yeah, there's going to uh, there's gonna be somebody you know, you know, especially if yeah. we're all traveling the same group. We probably always followed each one another down the interstate to the, to the right. racetrack. You know how that goes. Well, the good part is about uh, the Brack Racing community is it takes about one day to, to make new friends anyways, you know, so we all we all know we're a small group of individuals that are a bunch of weirdos liking, liking cars more than the average guy, and uh, 
you know, if you like cars and I like cars, then we're buddies. And like the one thing I always, uh, this is the one thing that I've, I've literally noticed. I mean, I, whenever I traveled a bunch for work, I went to all the States. I've, I've been everywhere. I've been in Canada. I've been, been to Puerto Rico several times, uh, just flying around doing field work. And, uh, the thing I always noticed was no matter where you're at, if someone likes IndyCar racing and you like bracket racing, or if somebody likes top fuel cars and you like NASCAR, racers are racers. We're all best friends. You know, it doesn't matter because we're all this small group that are just obsessed with with cars. Uh, so you'll make friends real quick out there, man. It's it's just as easy as always. Just go out there and be like, you like race cars? I like race cars. We should be friends. <laughs> yeah, yep. I'm really, honestly, I'd have to say one of the main things I'm looking forward to, minus uh, letting go of the letting go of the button and, and uh, turning on some electricity in my lane, is mm -hmm. to uh, really get a chance and see what my boys are going to do. Um, and my wife at that. So yeah, we all know that drag racing is a uh, family-oriented sport. I mean. If, if, it's probably more family-oriented than, than most other sports, to be honest. I mean, there's always going to be uh, another family there um, that, that my boys might get to run around with their boys or girls or whatever you want to call it and, and, and kind of how you and I came up. So I'm actually looking forward to seeing the interaction between my youngsters and uh, other youngsters. That's uh, going to be pretty neat. At, at, at the same time, I want to see if... If one of my kids kind of put their fingers in their ears like I used to when I was little. It's like, oh, this is yeah. early on, you know, but, but um, you know, just little things, just little things like that. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, so You need um, to uh, you need to teach him to do that simply because uh, we're not even in our 40s yet. We're in our mid-30s, but we can't hear anymore either. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. hey, I, I'm pretty sure I'll buy the, uh, you know, the, 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 the ear gear. I don't really want to do the the sponges that you got sticking in your ear yeah, and all think. that. Well, they're going to take them out anyway. That's not going to feel good to them. So uh, if I get them the overhead, uh, my son, he plays Nintendo Switch and all kind of other little gadgets and that, and he'll put some headphones on and tune you out in a heartbeat. So uh, I figure head, headphones... <laughs> hey, as long as he's quiet. <laughs> right. You won't take off those, head, those headphones. So, um, yeah, man. So... Yeah, what, what do you think, though? We need to kind of step back into last year and think, even in your area, what is a race that you may or may not have gotten to go to that you're definitely going to have on the docket for this year in North Carolina, kind of next to you over in Clayton? Man, in, uh, what I would really like to go to, uh, and I mean, this would this would have to involve like some quick winning. Like this would this would have to involve at least winning at least a grand uh, within the first probably month of full racing. Um, but I'd really like to go to the spring fling. I mean, it's at Galat. It's like, I don't, I don't, it's not even 30 minutes from my house. I mean, it would be a shame to miss that. But I mean, at the end of the day, the finances just aren't there. It is what it is. You know, I got to win money to be able to go to something like that. Um, but other than that, man, uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of really good races in the area throughout the year that are actually manageable. Uh, I did see the other day Virginia Motorsports Park is having a uh, top ET race. It's 10, 20, and 10 for only 400 bucks uh, wow. in July. Um, there's a uh, there's another race uh at piedmont the loose rockers run that's uh like a top et challenge or something like that but i think it's triple tens for only 300 bucks i mean that's that's a really good deal 
Um, so all, all more than likely, I would say at absolutely nothing else, um, I'll be at probably those two races um, because they're affordable. Sure. Um, but I mean, as far as the good part about North Carolina is, the far as, as far as it goes, and a lot of times your bracket race in North Carolina, your regular Super Pro race is going to be 5,000 to win. So, I mean, there's really not a small race in North Carolina. If you wanted to run every weekend in North Carolina, there's only a few weekends that you would have to race for less than $5,000 to begin with. And even at that rate, a lot of times you're racing for two grand anyway. So, I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of big time uh stuff out here i mean a lot of times your regular track i go to kinston quite a bit uh they usually race for two grand it's like 60 dollar entry fee that's a sweet deal um i think coastal plains does the same thing um so i mean it's it's not like what we were used to back in illinois yeah, uh, where you might or you know spend your 60 80 100 to run for a grand or 1500 bucks you know right. I'm I'm in the same situation here in Texas. I will say I think I thirties running. I want to say it's twenty five hundred dollars a night, you know, on their mm-hmm. bracket nights, and it might be a hundred dollars in or something like that. And you see the kind of the guaranteed, uh, you know, the guaranteed guys here. I think the Cummings are actually putting on quite a quite a few events out here at I thirty. Um, they've got this one event called Spring Training that I'm I mean to tell you, it looks like it's probably going to be a pretty big bracket race and it's going to draw everybody in the area so um i haven't quite seen the flyer but i'm sitting here looking at the uh, i-30 schedule for next year and it's 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 starting right off on the 16th of april so from everything i've seen that uh cummings and galen rawson are involved in i mean it's always a, a really good race and a really good deal and the good part about those guys is cummings I mean, those dudes have more race cars than anybody. So if, mm-hmm. if you don't think they know how to treat a racer, you're wrong. You yeah, know? that's a fact. And I've never been to one of their races, but I've talked to a lot of people that have been, and I've never heard a bad thing about those guys ever. Um, I mean, because at the end of the day, they're racers too. And you you can never – the same thing with Kyle Riley. Kyle Riley's a racer too. Um, you know, I want to support – other racers because I know they know how to treat racers. Whenever uh, Gateway was ran by Reggie Luter, he was a racer. That's a fact. He's the best it ever ran. That's a fact. And he had some good. He had some good examples. Don't get me wrong. Gateway was facing the other direction, while Reggie was probably one of the heavy hitters of our racetrack. And uh, I can remember Keith and Keith's brother. Man, they ran Gateway. Gateway was the strongest track in the area. And I think mm-hmm. one day it might probably return to that. Because there's just quite a few good, good, good racers out there in D3. Um, so um, I expect to see that happen pretty soon there. But definitely uh, the boys over at the uh, the Great American Million. And, um, you know, they've got some things going on. There's a couple of events going on. There's a, a nonsense race going on in November. So looks like I-30 is going to be the place to be for me, Casey. It's, it's right around the corner from my house. And, and uh, I'm going to spend quite a bit of time over there. Got something in the chat? Yeah, we just got something in the chat. Uh, American Hot Rod Entertainment uh, says, for anybody looking to get behind the wheel and start driving, what advice would you give someone looking to get started uh, as well as buying the right car and learning how to drive? Um, you want to take that for the first part, George? So so one, one, the first thing I'm going to say to everybody, and, and listening close, if, if you're hearing this, 
be careful of who you're buying from on the internet. Okay, um, that's why I really like that we're we're in cahoots with Rhino. Um, they've got accelerating kind of similar to eBay is what I would kind of think it as consistent of to kind of say, all right, this guy is reputable. He has kind of um, vouchers to say he's somebody good to buy from, especially when you're buying parts. You know, I read a post today, um, uh, Smalley. I know you know the Smalley's, Casey. They run yeah, the game John. all the time. But John Smalley, he one of the nicest guys you can think of. He's going to buy a set of beadlocks and somebody's scamming I'm not going to say they scammed him because I don't know the whole thing. But if John Smiley is saying that I, I paid you for something and you didn't send it to me, it's probably spot on, you know? Um, so always be careful of who you're buying from is number one. If you can get them on the phone to talk to you, to, to do things of that nature, to meet up with you and, and, and make the exchange in person, you're better off straight up. That's just the way it is right now in, in, in the internet world. Um, if you want to avoid that, I do like heading over to rhino.co. Uh, just the, 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 kind of the informational digging that I've done with this website. Uh, I will be listing a, a, a 1990 Corvette, uh, the 434 in it. It runs pretty strong. It's going to be in the 530s turnkey. I'm going to list that car on Rhino because I don't want to have to deal with, hey, I'll send you a cashier's check or trade you this, that, and the other. You know what I mean? And, and something like that to be able to 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 sell that car and be confident in not selling it to somebody who's fake so um exactly. other than that as far as learning to drive it um most of us grew up around the racetrack so my advice might be a little different than yours casey but as far as learning to bracket race i highly recommend even if you have to go rent a street car um be careful make sure you buy the insurance so you don't jack nothing up but Starting a streetcar, in my opinion, get yourself used to yellow, 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 green, get ready to go and looking over your shoulder and this, that, and the other, making sure when you look, you don't turn the wheel at the same time. Because when you step up to a bigger <laughs> car, you look over that yeah. shoulder and turn the wheel, and, and you may go number two on yourself, or at least number one. You know what I mean? Because it's going to scare the crap out of you. That's all it is to it. So, um, But as far as, as far as buying the right race car, there's just a lot of good stuff out there. Pay attention to who you're buying from. Uh, there's a lot of big names out there who sell things. Um, I've got a car for sale if you want it. Uh, you, you can trust me, things like that. You know, What do you got, Casey? That's a pretty good question from, uh, from American Hot Rod Entertainment there. Man, the, uh, well, first of all, I wanna say uh, thanks for the question, first of all. Uh, thanks, Rob Fisher, for, for saying uh, what he said. Pretty cool show, guys. Uh, keep up the good work. We appreciate that. Got Sean Pinkerton back. He was on our last stream. Appreciate him coming back in. But uh, back to the question, I would say what uh, what I would say uh, as far as getting a car, things like that, we actually have a uh, how-to video, how to kind of determine what a car is worth. We didn't really go into like legitimate dollar numbers, but we gave you an idea of what to look for. That'd be one that would be really good to look back for. Uh, on the Going Bracket Racing YouTube channel. Um, but that would kind of give you tips on, on what you're looking at because a lot of people don't know. A lot of times you want to actually look under the car. Under the car is what's important because that's how it's actually put together. That determines if it's junk, basically. I mean, it is what it is. I wish I had the Malibu here because the Malibu is not junk, but it's not as nice of a car as the Nova. Um, we have a lot of side-by-side -side comparisons we'll do over the year uh, because... 
my dad's going to bring some of his cars out here, things like that. And uh, anyways, so long story short, whenever you're looking for a car, first of all, uh, how much money do you got? I mean, it can be big, it can be small. It's no big deal. No one's going to judge you. It is what it is. Uh, we've all been there. Uh, I don't have a lot of money. George doesn't have a lot of money. Uh, the reason our dads have what they have is because they're old. I mean, they've been accumulating this stuff. <laughs> they both live in Southern Illinois, cheaper areas to live than we live in. Uh, you know, George and I, we ended up in places that we could get jobs. Well, where there's jobs, it costs more to live there a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so long story short, get what you can afford. Uh, if you if you're new new, I almost would say get a get an older dragster first because you'll get one for cheap. Uh, there's also videos of the dragster I started with uh, whenever we started going right racing YouTube channel. Uh, that was a car that I had ten and a half thousand dollars in a barn running. Uh, the good part about dragsters is they always go straight. So that's why they're so long. They always go straight. Uh, door cars will always be worth more money, and you can usually do a lot more with them. They're easier to load and unload if you're racing by yourself. I do have another video on the channel about how to load a dragster by yourself, but the problem is you have a dragster, first thing you need, you need a bigger trailer because it's longer wheelbase. That's going to cost you more money. Uh, you're going to need not only a bigger trailer, unless you're David Byrne Jones, you need an enclosed trailer. You know? So, uh, the bird is the word. You open trailer, but I don't recommend it. If it starts raining on you, you're slumming it. You know? So, uh, <laughs> that dude's a good racer, though. I mean, he wins a lot. So, the bird is uh, the word. Anyways, that's, that's kind of what I would say on that. As far as learning to drive, um, Go to some testing tunes. I mean, it's legitimately, the bracket racing community is uh, is a bunch of buddies. I mean, everybody's your friend. It doesn't matter if you know them or not. If you're broke, they'll help you. If you need a part, they'll help you. If you don't know how to fix something, they'll help you. Somebody's always going to help you. Um, so just go to your normal local testing tune, and I'm sure somebody out there can can help you learn to drive. And honestly, if, uh, if you really need that much help, Hit us up, man. We'll help you out. Right on. It's not a big deal. Right on. We, we always want to talk about more racing anyway. More racing we can talk about, the better. And it better. probably makes our wives happier because we don't burn them out. <laughs> right. Right. I do. I do. I have to really say and stress what Casey just said. Hit the inbox. Uh, say, for instance, you run into an issue and you don't know how to necessarily fix it for yourself, even though you know it's something that if you knew how to do it, you could do it. Uh, Chances are we can do a how-to Tuesday or a how-to or even if we have to send a video directly to you on how to fix something, it's easier for us to help you when we know it actually happened. So um, there's 11, almost 1,100 followers inside of the Going Bracket Racing YouTube channel. If you send a message and we can't find it, we'll, fi- we'll figure out somebody who can find it. And uh, if we have to do a video all around it, um, we have several partners, especially transmission-wise. Uh, we really can't say enough about Jeremiah Hall. He'll step in. He will um, say, or even if he has to, get on video and explain, hey, this is what you need to do to, to make that problem go away. So uh, certainly, certainly, um, uh, any issues you have or anything that you might need to see, inbox us. We've, we've been getting quite a few of those inboxes. Uh, as you'll see pretty soon, we, we talked about 
um, uh, on the upcoming How To Tuesday. Make sure you tune in Tuesday to see it at 3 3.30 p.m. Eastern. I think we drop it. it might be 3 o'clock, but you'll see it come through. Uh, we talk about uh, pricing out cars that you might buy that's a, it has a small block in it, but you already have a big block motor. Um, those are things that you want to keep in mind um, before you go in and, and shopping for new cars. It costs. I'm a racer on a budget. I'm going to say it until the day I'm not a racer on a budget anymore. And when that happens, I'm going to have a stacker and a motorhome and four race cars and probably one of those little electric cars to pull them around the pits with. I don't even care. I'm going all out. You probably have happens. to live in that motorhome. <laughs> so be it. I'll live in it. It don't matter. When money is not an option, then you'll see that for me. But in the meantime, um, definitely pay attention to what you already have. Casey makes very good points on the upcoming How To Tuesday on the small block versus big block. And we can have a live stream about that too. We're not going to get into it today, so don't start. All right. Um, so uh, real quick here, we got another comment in the, in the chat here. It says, "Doing great, Casey. Great to see you, buddy. Look at look at that beard. Hey, what about my beard, Jeremy? Oh, man, I got a beard too. His beard. Nah, I'm just playing. Uh, but uh, I'm your dad has so much is because he is amazing at everything he does, and that is the truth. Not because he's old." Well, that might be true too. Now, the old part, my dad's old too, so <laughs> we, we got to give, those are our fathers. We got to give them the old man uh, mentality as much as we can. So, yeah. Anytime, American High Rider, you know, entertainment man, we uh, we appreciate you stepping in there for sure. Yeah, man. Definitely appreciate that, Jeremy. I know the old man will watch this later. He'll appreciate that. He probably won't say anything about it, but he'll, he'll definitely shine about it a little bit. He doesn't smile much. <laughs> That's pretty cool. He smiles when he puts people on a trailer inside of that oh. helmet, I guarantee it. He, he <laughs> smiles when he's working on those race cars, I can tell you that. Right, uh, right. Yeah, man. Uh, so let's get back to this. Uh, let's get back to this truck, man. Why do you want that so bad? Because I've heard you ranting and raving about your old man's roadster all these years I've been hearing about. Oh, man, now I can see everything. This is the best race car you could ever have. So what's up with that? Why didn't you end up with one of them? Well, why didn't I end up in a, in a 63 Corvette Roadster? Uh, ask uh, First United Bank, and you might get the answer to that question, all right? Um, I, I don't got the money to wind up in, in, in a 63 Corvette Roadster right now. Uh, why did I fall in love with that truck? Easy, easy. The 63 Corvette Roadster was probably being built when I first sat in that truck. It was in the garage getting a little bit of a makeover, right? Um, anytime there's a car in the garage, I'm going to sit in it, right? And so I sat in it and I looked around. S10 is easy to see out of too. There are doors on you, but there's a big glass behind you that's pretty well the whole length. So when I turn to look, I'm looking out. I'm not looking past the roll cage and over a set of wheel tubs right off the bat. I'm looking right out the back window at you, so visibility Seemingly, I won't call it better than the Roadster because I ain't been in it yet to be able to do so, but it's awesome to see out of. I can see out of it. Number two, number two, there's a 368 small block motor in this particular truck. I know everything about that motor from the back of my hand. You know why? Because my dad ran it first. So we sold all that stuff the, from the converter, the transmission, the, the motor, that truck, the wheelie bar set up, the wheels on it, the, the, the pro cube that's in it, 
the wiring system we didn't necessarily do and that's why we're gonna rip it out right so <laughs> we know that truck very very well and it turns out I had my eyes on that truck. I mean to tell you, I had my eyes on that truck seven years easily. I knew who bought it. I didn't know if he would necessarily race it, which he never did. But I knew that when I had a chance at it, I was going to go after that truck. I just had the chance. I remember you wanting to nab that up. Man, I probably hadn't even moved out of St. Louis yet at that point. You were talking nope. about nabbing that. Nope. We were still in Edwardsville, I bet. Probably. You know, riding I've motorcycles. Still been riding motorcycles. Riding motorcycles. That's what we're doing. Buying race cars. We're <laughs> riding motorcycles. We're probably just having fun on the street. Um, running from. No, I'm not going to say that. It might implicate us. <laughs> I plead the fifth, dang it. <laughs> but, but you know how that goes. Um, that's how. It, it was a no brainer for me to, to grab that truck whenever it was ready. The motor's fresh. I haven't touched it yet. It's been fresh for a while. Everything spun through real good. It turned over on seemingly the first try because of how we gave it to the buyer. It was it was ready to go. It was winterized. It was sitting. The valve train was backed off with all of the goodies sitting in a nice old bag full of some good stuff to keep it preserved. Um, it, it was just a no-brainer for me, man. I got a question from Sean here. Sean Pinkerton, did you ever run Quaker City in Salem, Ohio for IHRA Top Dragster event? I bet well, you my I'd be dad, the guy with your matching name. I bet you my dad did. His name's George yep. Atkinson too, and um, <laughs> he, <laughs> I bet he did run. Hey, what's your son's name? Oh well, his They're name original. Was, These Atkinsons are unoriginal. Unoriginal, man. It's 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 called the the, the strength of a blood. When you already you already got the best name, why are you gonna get a new one? What, what's the point? You know, and Lil G, uh, George the Third. He's probably gonna wind up putting somebody else's kid on the trailer down the line because I'm gonna teach him well, right? Yep. But yet, Sean, I'm and they'll never sure know what George did it. Oh man, I'm pretty sure you saw them at a top dragster event though. You probably if you saw my dad there, you saw my uncle there. 414 cubic inches of unbelievable small block power. Where you probably said when they said on the on the on the intercom, man, this is a sport 14 small block. I don't I don't know what he's expecting to do out here. Today. Nobody, holy. Nobody I mean, holy crap, it runs why? 665. Think, uh, why did he never run comp? He should run comp. I don't I don't know the answer to that question, minus having a full-time job. And and uh, comp, if you're going to run comp, guess what? You're following the NHRA circuit. That's you pretty much what you're going to be running pro stock if you're running comp. Pretty much, pretty much. So having a full-time job where that 414, look at it small if you want to. Uh, when he's running away from you in that time running, you're like, man, I got a 632 behind my car. Um, don't say I didn't tell you so, okay? But, but, uh, no, but mighty. This <laughs> is a mighty mouse, I tell you, and it flexes. It flexes hard. Hey, enough to where I watch on Motor Mania TV, they call the man Tony the Rocket. Because that oh, car, yeah. <laughs> it, it explodes out the box. It's sub-second 60 foot you in a heartbeat. So, I mean... So yeah, no, you probably saw him, Jer um, uh, Sean, and uh, and I um, think he did well in Jack's Super Quick Series. Yeah, he's runnered up, uh, Sean. He's runnered up the Super Quick Series and won a Wally or two in that thing. Uh, they'll, they'll be back out there this year. That's that's something to think about too. This year in Jack's Super Quick, there's going to be quite the, quite the amount of racers out there. I, I everywhere I turn on Facebook here, I'm looking at racers. Um, saying, hey, I and you know, I, I know uh, Chris Carrico. He runs Top Dragster quite a bit. 
I think he's going super quick racing again. And he's been super quick yeah. champion maybe once or twice. Yeah. So that field's going to be beefed up. If Carrico is super quick racing, then they better watch out because that dude's a re really good racer. He can, he can race, uh, okay? Yep. And I think Chris Sullivan's even going back to super quick racing. So there's yeah, some yeah. names going back in super quick to where I'm going to tell you, um, don't be shocked if the bump is 455, 454 yeah. even. Uh, well, don't it's be not shocked. even that, man. It's, it's going to be... You see some of these packages they're talking about, like uh, whenever whenever I did that uh, video of Kenny, like just, there's a little short video out here, maybe like two minutes long, whenever we were watching the Great American Million, me and you were, I was like, I gotta put this on YouTube real quick and just be like, I can't even believe what's happening here. Like there's there were like four packages in a row, it's like 007 was no good. Huh. That's huh. Division Three Super Quick if you got Carico, Chris Sullivan, any of the actions, uh, I'm going to say that. Yeah, your uncle and your old man. Uh, you got, I mean, all these guys. The only reason Division Three Super Quick hasn't been a bloodbath for a while, and it hasn't been terrible, but it, it hasn't been what it used to be, is because they all went top dragster. Top dragster. Al Peebler. You got, yep. you got the boys, the Texas Roadhouse boys out there. Look, yep. look, you go oh, Super Quick Racing and, and expect, expect, to see some good records. Jeremiah Hall, firecracker, firecracker performance. He's gonna be out there. He, he probably throw a couple races or two with firecracker performance. So it, there's no no slouch in the Jets. I think he sponsors the. Uh, I think firecracker's performance uh, sponsors the uh, Byron uh, big money race. I think it might be hundred Ks up there. Shoot, probably. I ain't gonna doubt it. You know, and um, it's good. That's what I love. We, we we stay together. We really do. We keep drag racing moving. Um, those of you who, who are new to the sport, you're really coming into a, a family, uh, for lack of better terms. I always call Casey my brother from another mother, not just because uh, it's probably true, but we met at a racetrack and ran around and, and did what we've done for, shoot, 25, probably longer, 25, 30 years. You know what I mean? We've probably been around each other longer than we can remember. Uh, for like, you know what I mean? So, um, Sean Pinkerton says, and fun watching this, this the show uh, for uh, for 450 cars. There, uh, I know when you get up into Ohio, Sean. There, man, if you're coming up to Ohio to run Jack super quick, expect to see some top directors, some blown cars. That field is going to be extremely tight. You might have 10 to 15 cards that didn't get in because they ran 448, 447. Exactly. You know That's what I mean? What I was going to say. You're going to see more cars not qualify because they went too fast than yep. not qualify because they weren't fast enough. Yep. These, yep. There's going to be some 480 car in there, but that's because there's going to be 10 guys that went 449 trying to go 450. Yep. And at, at the same time, that bump at su super quick, if it's not below 460 don't Do take don't take cars but basically what i'm telling you if you aren't especially in ohio if you aren't gonna grace 460 you're gonna have a tough time getting into a j super quick field door car or director i don't care what it is do you think i know this wasn't what we were going to talk about tonight but we have to now do you think that they should just lower the bump to four flat no. I mean, they're all advanced DT no. certified anyway. No, I don't. They can all do it. Well, I don't because if you lower the bump to four flat, what are you basically saying? Hey, top dragster, you guys need to run the Super Quick Series too. It's seemingly because well, you have to remember. That's true, but 
But you have to remember, they, they don't, I don't think they do it anymore because the door car is caught up finally. But remember back in the day, about probably 20 years ago now, door cars used to give two-tenths break. So a 420 door car would technically be qualified at four flat. Correct. So they would still dial whatever they dialed. But Correct. they would they would call whatever they qualified at. They take two tenths off the top because door car weighs more. Correct, correct. And I don't know if that's still a rule. I wish Jeremiah was in here if he is, or if any of you guys in the chat know if that's still a rule. But I remember going to a lot of those races where uh, door cars got spotted. Um, I but, think it got to the point where the door cars. It, it started with honestly. I'm I'm pretty sure who actually got the rule started in Division Three was. I'm pretty sure there was Tom Stoltz, Kathy Belcher, yeah. and one other like turbo car from Evansville, and they would qualify for a 50. Well, the problem is they could never be out qualified because if they could go, if they could go for, if they could go for 69, then they're automatically number one qualifier Back. because they got that two tenths break. So it got to a point where it wasn't fair anymore. I got you right here. Sean, Sean Pinkerton hits it on the head, really. It basically, if you lower it to 4.00 seconds in Super Quick, you have essentially turned the Jag Super Quick series into PDRA. There's already a PDRA series. Um, but but PDRA is pretty much out here in the Carolinas in Virginia area. It's not it's not really in the Midwest anymore. But they do have the Midwest Pro Mod series. Maybe they'll do something. Well, the PDRA shows up in St. Louis too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, oh yeah. There's a PDRA race early on. I, I, I looked at the schedule trying to figure out when I was going to go and test the truck. Um, and uh, there's a PDRA race. So I asked my old man, is there a bracket race at these PDRA events? Because if there is, well, that's when I'm going to schedule my time to go up and, and grab mm -hmm. the truck so we can go to the track, maybe shake down the vet, shake down the truck, because uh, he's going to head out to Bradenton for the 500K. You know how that goes. Um, that's right around the corner. Well, it's early March is when that race is. And you know how the air is in St. Louis in early March and April if there's no yep. rain. It is going to be phenomenal air. Phenomenal <laughs> air in, in St. Louis if everything goes off without a hitch. So, no, man, I can't really get behind lowering the super quick um, bump down to four flat. I know there's a lot of people who can. But the only way you're going to be able to do that is you turn the field into 100 cars. It, right. You're not going to have enough cars in every single area to fill a 32. I think every event's normally 32 car field right now. So I don't want to see a, a field of 32 for, you know, top directors. I'd rather see the door right. cars in there and some. And of course, I'm a racer on the budget. I'm always going to go to the guy who has enough money to build a 598 that can run 455, you know what I mean? Right. And, and doesn't have to throw nitrous to it to try to go freaking 430 or 420, you know what I mean? Right. So I hope the, not. Uh, going back to what we said before, Jeremy just said 25 or 30 years of seeing the Beckmeyers and the Atchisons out here. So uh -huh. that's, that's probably exactly right. And that yep. that's just us. That's not even our dads. Nope, <laughs> nope. So we've been, we've been at the racetrack for a long time, man. And I'm looking for many more years to come. And one of the main reasons I wanted to get into it is so I could pass it to my kids. I loved growing up at the racetrack as a kid. So that's something that I wanted to be able to pass down. Hopefully, it's something that you guys as new racers, if you have a family already, you're going to be able to take your kids out there and really have a great time. You know, you got people like Jeremy Rose. We grew up around these people. 
you know, and, and here we are, you know, seemingly 25 years later. Um, you know, I can't tell you how many times I get messages of people thinking that I'm my old man just because of the name and knowing, hey, all right, there's George Atkinson. Nope, nope, I'm Junior. I'm not, got I'm not the one you want. Hilarious story. Whenever my old man watches this, he'll laugh. So my dad worked on Freightliner trucks for years, 30-some years, just retired a couple years ago. And uh, I don't know, I don't remember the, the entirety of the story, but anyway, somebody came up and they said, uh, they said, uh, you know, they were talking, to, I don't know if it was the parts guy or whatever, but anyway, they said, so you raised the gateway and said, yeah. You know Steve Beckmeyer? And he goes, well, you mean Casey Beckmeyer? Nah, he <laughs> My was dad talking just to... came home that day and he couldn't believe <laughs> He was talking to you. It probably because you won a Jack Supercar uh, uh, Megabucks or something. He remember hey, watching you take two colors down the five cars or something ignorant like that. I think I, shoot, one, I remember that like one yesterday. Time I'm pretty sure I had three of them. I mean, that was... That was my race, man. But then again, I ran there every single weekend, and I had all the entries at one point. And that was uh, – I mean, that's that's the reason I always say that uh, the most tech cards is always going to be better off. You yep. need those extra shots. I mean, I've proven it. Yeah. I've done it with – I've done it with one. I've done it with two. I've done it with three. I've done it with four. And the more you get, you're always better off. It's that many more hits. Buy yeah, that's why I think you're always better off buying half the car you can afford and buying that extra tech car if you're allowed to. Keeping a little money in your pocket, huh? Mm-hmm. I get you. I get you. And that's probably a good rule of thumb, too, going back to you know a couple questions we had in the chat earlier um, about what to buy and what to do and this, that, and the other. You definitely want to keep in mind uh, from the American Hot Rod Entertainment guys there, uh, but you definitely want to keep in mind what type of racing you're really going to be doing. And, you know, If you can double enter a race and you have a ten thousand dollar back half car um that, that's gonna you know even not even that much you can get lower than that and you're gonna have money left over to be able to enter more than one time and and, and buy back more than one time if you know what i mean so um more hits you get out of the tree the better off you know yep uh, and, and don't and, get caught up in this this whole idea of this guy has a stacker. This guy has a motorhome. This guy's got this show hauler that's worth more than my whole house. Uh, don't get caught up in the fact this guy's got $100,000 dragsters because everybody can say what they want. But guess what? Dave Triplett has won the million three times now in a Vega. Uh, he won Vegas. it one time in the uh, in a dragster. It was, by the way, a slow dragster. Um, what was that car? I guess five holes? Fast. What? No, I think. Uh, well, this was back in the day. I mean, yeah, about five forties or something. This was back back in the day. Gotcha. But but the point is, is that uh, I mean, all these door cars have won so many races this year. I don't think one of them was faster than maybe five eighties. Maybe. I mean, at the end of the day, man, don't don't get caught up in this whole theory that everybody has going on right now. That's oh yes, thinking. Purely theoretically, the less time you're on the track, the less time you have to slow down. Yes, that makes sense, but it's not true. And everybody will tell you otherwise, and there's going to be a lot of people that argue with me, and that's fine. I really don't care, but I've had slow cars that are consistent. I've had fast cars that are consistent, and I believe if you work on your car, you can make anything consistent. And if you don't have a lot of money, make your slow car consistent. It can happen. I've seen it happen. Oh, and anybody who tells you otherwise, 
then I don't know what they're talking about because I have seen it with my own eyes happen millions of times. So let me ask this question too, and maybe this is some information that we can give out to our to our rookie class here, including myself, because I am currently going through this, and I'm pretty sure you're going to say, George, you're spot on, and you found that faster than I thought you would, but seemingly my tow vehicle is going to be worth more money than my than my whole racing setup period so man that is a bunch of bull crap it's like man what what i got this whole racing setup and and i can't find a truck to to pull it with unless i spend like something ignorant i don't want to spend 20 grand on no truck but it's looking like i'm gonna have to that's how it goes uh that's the one thing you can't build on your own (laughs) oh jerry Oh, um, Jerry's in the program. Look, Jerry Bonifield shows up. Jerry. Slow cars are cool. I agree. <laughs> He's always said that. Jerry has always said, I'm the old guy, I'm going to hit the tree, and I'm going to run dead on. Hey, because guess me. what? At the end of the day, man, you know what uh, You know what bracket racing is? It's a numbers game. So uh, I don't understand if you can be – you know, 10 on the tree and dead on with the one, that's 11 package. And if, if your opponent's going 430s and he's 12 on the tree, guess what? He ain't going to have a shot. Doesn't matter. Map, in the words of the great, great he announcer, he's mathematically ineligible. <laughs> I yep. love that. I love that. Exactly. He's mathematically ineligible. So, like I said, I know a ton of people don't, don't agree with that. Probably the vast majority don't agree with that, but that's fine. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. We all don't need to agree on everything. Um, to each his own. As long as the electricity is in my lane, I don't care what you think in the first place. You, exactly. You go do what you want. But if I'm turning on the wind light, I'm cool with it. I'll go as slow as it takes. Looks like my plan worked. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, man. So, no, certainly keep them coming, guys. And uh, we definitely appreciate you guys hanging out with us for a, a Friday night live stream. I guess it's a Friday day live stream and we know a lot of you guys are probably still at work even so uh you know one of these days we'll we'll get it together and, and try to push this stream out to about say 6 30 or 7 after after dinner or something and uh, and really get this thing a buzzing but uh this is a perfect time for me and casey my kids are at daycare that's why you don't hear things being thrown or somebody <laughs> being yelled at and, and the door hasn't been opened 15 times that's because my kids are still at daycare so um perfect timing for us um yeah man um what's uh okay jerry says he's got to go back to work just wanted to say hi uh jeremy rosenthal is asking where you guys race now and uh jeremy i'll start off i'm a, i'm in texas now guy uh and uh you'll catch me generally once per year at gateway especially during that first super quick race i think it's the 17th and the 18th don't quote me of april uh but this year you're not going to catch me out there simply because the 17th through the 18th 19th and whatever that's going on most of us are going to be watching motor mania because kyle's going to be throwing the 500 down in bradenton and uh so my whole family will likely be down minus uh tony jr he'll probably be at the super Cup race of course but uh my uncle my uncle tony senior and my dad they'll be at uh in bradenton so i chose to kind of stay um should i say in the south uh in the april so but normally in april you'll see me at worldwide technology uh once per year and it's it's a good warm-up race it's it's gateway it's getting back to the root seeing people that i grew up with those stevie snyder and people and 
going golfing with them and, and kind of shooting the breeze like I always do. So you know, one time per year, Jeremy, you'll see me down there in uh, in, uh, in St. Louis. It's only about an eight-hour drive, so uh, I make that pretty fast. And well, I had a Prius. I used to make it pretty fast. Now, but <laughs> I sold that thing, and uh, and uh, so. But otherwise, I'm here in Texas. Uh, I I30 is right down the road for me, about an hour. Um, Extreme is about an hour and a half. Texas Motorflex about an hour and a half. If I want to go to Oklahoma, shoot, I can kind of pick and choose. Ardmore is right there. Parish Raceway is about an hour the other direction. I got about 20 tracks over in, a, in about a good two, three hour radius. So, yeah, this is where I am. Casey, where are you at, man? In the, uh, so we're out here in Clayton now, Jeremy. So not in Denver anymore. Uh, that's good. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, out here, man, it's uh, there's all kinds of drag racing to be done out here. I can go to Galat, be there in about a half an hour. Um, I can go to uh, I go to Kinston quite a bit, be there in about an hour or so. Uh, I'm planning on going to Jacksonville this year, which would be Coastal Plains. Um, get there in about an hour and a half. Um, Virginia Motorsports Park's about two and a half hours. Darlington's about two and a half hours. There's a lot. I mean. Bristol's four and a half hours, I think, maybe not even quite that. Um, but the vast majority, I'd, I'd say I bounce around between, uh, well, this year I'm intending on bouncing around between anytime Galat's open, I'm almost always there. Um, anytime that Galat's not open, then Kinston's my first choice. And if I, like, it's kind of just steps, like, what's the next furthest? What's the next furthest? Like, back in the day, it was always we'd go to Gateway, and if Gateway wasn't open, we'd go to I-57, you know? That was that's kind of how uh, that's kind of how it always always goes. But uh, yeah, George, I don't know if you know this or not. You know who Jeremy is, right? That's Jr.'s uncle. I, I, you know something? I didn't know that. I was wondering. Yeah. I'm sitting here thinking. I'm like, why do I? Why does that name look so familiar? Yep. I'm sitting here looking. That makes a lot of sense. Well, if now. you don't see him all the time, don't forget he's a Bonifield, and the only car that stays in their family for more than maybe like two months, if that is that 67 Corvette. That's the only car that the Bonifields have maintained their ownership of for all these years for more than a month, I promise. Well, you can see why, too. If I had a picture of that 67 Corvette, everybody on the stream would be able to see why. That car is immaculate. That is one bad piece of equipment right there. And I say bad in a good way. Um, so, definitely... Uh, Definitely, uh, I, I enjoy being in Texas, Jeremy. It's not the same as being home, because either way you look at it, um, I come from good old Greenville, Illinois. I miss the roots of Greenville. Uh, being able to go to Gateway, not too far away from my cousins and, and my family and, and my dad. And, and uh, I miss being being in the in the good old Midwest of Illinois there. Um, so Don't miss but the cold. I don't, well, no, I don't miss the cold because I can golf year-round here in Texas. And, uh, I mean, it's 60 degrees out there right now. If somewhere was racing and I had my truck, I'm pretty sure I can go hit a testing tune right now. You know what I mean? So um, that, that's a pretty good pretty good thing about it all. So, uh, But, yeah, no, uh, real, uh, real, real thrilled and, and excited for the upcoming year. And... Uh, I, I, sometimes I, have to, I think to myself, I can't believe this has actually happened. I've been waiting on this moment for uh, for a long time, man. For a long time. 67 getting a lot of press on the Modified Eliminator Facebook site. Wow. They're still talking mm -hmm. about that car on Modified Eliminator. 
Dude, they always do. That's one of the most important cars that there has ever been to the Modified Eliminator class. I'm makes, telling you. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, and you couldn't have a greater, a greater set of people had it either. Uh, Jerry being so data driven. Uh, I mean, tell you, he done had that thing running like no other with that Holly EFI system. I mean, I'm serious. The auto, the, 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 the his, I can't wait till we do the data log assessment uh, with Jerry, to be honest. Yeah. Cause that's still coming too. Don't think we forgot. It's just uh, timing things and, and, uh, get the right time. And certainly if you've got anything that you want to, uh, to get out and uh, talk about, come on, give us a shout. We'll put you on. We'll put you on live. Now, don't be nervous, okay? Um, don't be nervous. It's not like hitting the practice tree. It's it's a little worse, but but uh, don't be nervous. Come on and join us. So, uh, yeah, Casey, man, what else we got going on today? You know, approaching that the good old hour mark that we've been live without any issues. Thank the Lord. Yeah, uh, yeah, it worked out. Dude. It, it worked, worked out, out good. Somebody's looking out for us. That's for sure. Right on. Uh, Man, I uh, I just want to know more than anything, I guess. Uh, so, you think uh, you think you're gonna stick around just one track? You think you're gonna kind of spread your wings a little bit, run here and there, and just kind of run who's open? Uh, what's your idea on all that? You're gonna try to actually, uh, you know, run points, make it happen, stuff like that. I almost asked you the same question. That's why we do this together, Casey. To be honest. Because I was going to ask you, you going you going for track championship somewhere? Uh, you going to run a point series? Are you going? I am. I I've am. always. You go ahead. I asked you. All first. right. You all right. Ahead. All right. So I am going to, as long as everything lines up the way I have kind of scheduled it out, predicted it to do. I thirty is probably going to be the economical choice. I'll always go back to, I am a racer on a budget. The fuel to get the I-30, it's probably going to take me 50 minutes max. Uh, it's, it's not going through the heart of the city to where I don't have to deal with Dallas traffic. I'm not talking St. Louis traffic. I'm talking Dallas traffic. Okay, That's... It's a pain in the butt. And I don't want to yeah. have to try to bypass that by going on the tollway, which equals more money. Right. You got to pay per axle too on right, the tollway. Right. So the way I see it, I am going to be. I would love to call my home I thirty. It, it's the track is recently being made over. They are doing work on it weekly. Pavements going in. Um, that track is going to be a really nice place to be. Uh, not to mention it had been open once before, so it's being revamped and coming back to the racing world. It's an IHRA track. Um, if I get the truck here, hopefully by the first points race, I am going to run their points program. Simply because, number one, this is my first year getting at it. Okay, So running a, a regular points bracket race every week or every two two times a month, whatever, that's going to be economically savvy for me to do it's going to be smart to do something like that now if i hit a few races or, or get myself even to where i'm getting back my entry fee and my fuel money you're going to catch me at extreme raceway park which is an hour and a half away and you're going to catch me at the texas motorplex i haven't mentioned uh oklahoma because 
I really don't have a, a good grasp on what's going on. I haven't looked at o Oklahoma's racing schedule, um, things like that. I have two kids, they're young. I have to take them with me. My wife is a hairdresser, so her Saturdays are generally the busiest days of her mm -hmm. career, right? So we looked at the schedule together and kind of put check marks on days that we're going to take the family to the racetrack. Uh, I'm going to be seemingly in one in one place, for lack of better terms. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Because I want to know, if you haven't decided to do it yet, why aren't you going for track champion? Man, <clears throat> well, first of all, you're a fool if you're going to race a Galata a whole bunch and not enter the uh, points program because it's 50 bucks to enter a points program. And then at the Halloween race at the end of the year, uh, they have two days they run for 10 grand. But on Friday night, they give you, whoever was in the points, they give you a free race for five grand. So no brand. all you got to do is, is uh, attend four races and you're in that. So, I mean, 50 bucks to run for five grand. That sounds good to me, doesn't it, you? Sounds great. Uh, so inevitably i'll be entered in that i don't know if i'll do that the entire time it kind of depends on how the year works out but like i said i am right down the road so unless something happens and i fall into some some winnings or something and end up somewhere else i could see that would be the only way that i wouldn't be running points there um like as far as not necessarily following it to to win it because jeremy probably knows this because he's known me since i was itty bitty uh, running junior dragsters with his uh, nephews, but uh, I've always been, I've been a bridesmaid several times, never been a bride, man. That's that's what old Royce used to always tell my old man uh, at I-57 back in the day in like the 80s. He used to always say, you always are a bridesmaid, never a bride. And I'm telling you, man, I, I was second place. Man, I, I really think, I think I was second place in that junior dragster points championship like maybe four or five times. I mean, it was ridiculous. It came down to the final several times. I mean, it is what it is. And, I mean, there were various things. Like, that was back in the day whenever your cranks would break because they didn't have the Blockzilla block. And now that's probably, you know, ancient technology in the Stone Age now, junior dragsters. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, everybody can have excuses. It is what it is. But the point is, yeah. Always, always was second. And I'll tell you what, I wouldn't shake a stick at second at Galat because a lot of those guys that run at Galat, those are the big names at the SFG races and uh, the Great American races and all that stuff you see on Motor Mania. A lot of those guys race at Galat every single week. Yeah, let's not get it. Let's not let's not mistake the fact that you actually moved to the mecca of drag racing, and so. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, you're going to be chopping it up with some big names. For instance, I think I seen a time slip last year where you might have been 006 and your opponent might have been 002 or something like that, mm -hmm. and uh, you might have broke out by like one or two thousand. Yeah, um, while he's dropping last, you, last on, run down, man. So yep. the, you, you're chopping it up with some pretty, uh, some pretty big names there. So second place pays better in the split after taxes, <laughs> Sean. That's yep. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty good, Sean. That's pretty man. good, man. Uh, you definitely got that spot on. Um, man, I tell you what, though. You know, I still believe to this day, though, that Gateway, at least, I mean, I haven't, I haven't ran there consistently for since I was, you know, 16 to, well, in Super Pro anyway, since I was 16 to uh, about 21 or so, 22. 
But in my opinion, Gateway has some of the best racers that, that there are, period. So does, like, Division Three as a whole. I mean, one year, a bunch of those guys went down to the million. The year Greg Sesti won the million. Yep. Dude, I think uh, the last 32 in the million, I'm, I'm fairly certain 12 of them were Gateway cars. I mean, you're not you're not playing games over there either. So uh, it's nothing we're not used to. You know, I really you better have I, it together. I really am. I'm hoping. I'm 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 on board with. I really 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 hope that Gateway finds a way back to what it used to be. There are a lot of racers that are skipping and bypassing Gateway because the bracket program is not what it used to be. Um, for instance, my old man, my uncle. Gateway is 50 minutes from the house either for either one of them. It's right there, dude. And um, I, I'm, I'm waiting on the day that we see Gateway really become relevant again. I really hope to see a SFG race there or a guaranteed American millionaire at Gateway because it's, it's the center of everything, number one. Um, you're gonna have a lot of intersecting interstates there, everything. So, I'm a, I am a advocate of Worldwide Technologies Raceway, and uh, hopefully they get back to you know get back to big time racing. I know there's a lot of a lot of our guys who still race there, and uh, you know, um, wish I was well, one of them sometimes. But right and now, I've I been know. talking to I've been talking to Jerry a lot uh, about that, and uh, actually my old man. So he came out here and raced a lot with me once this year, earlier in the year, uh, when I had first got the Nova going. And, uh, you know, my dad's retired. He's planning on – he'll probably run here more than he does at his house uh, this year. Uh, in fact, that's that's the purpose of the Malibu. We're kind of halvesies in the Malibu, and he's going to leave the Malibu out here. Uh, so that way he has either – he might leave his Nova out here. I don't know. Whatever it is. We got lots of cars in the Beckmeyer Racing family. Uh -huh. uh, but uh, – Anyway, he's going to leave a car out here and come racing out here. Well, he went back, and it so happened, I guess, whoever he was talking to at the time uh, might have been, uh, man, I can't think of his name, but he runs Super Pro, and maybe Jeremy can tell me, but he runs Super Pro and Pro, and he foot brakes them both. He has a white split bumper Camaro. I'm sure Jeremy knows who I'm talking about, so we'll wait for the chat uh, to see if he can tell me. But uh, anyways, Ranolowski, that's his name, I think. Uh, anyway, dad was talking to him and he had told him, he's like, man, you go to Galat, it's two days, you run $175 and you run for five grand both days, $175 entry fee. He's like, man, that's a deal. Well, I guess he knew whoever was managing Gateway, he told them that and now Gateway is going to do that next year. That's a fact. That's a fact. I don't know who came to Gateway, but things are really looking up and I think it's a lady. I can't call her name, but I think she worked at a, a couple of other good. Uh, and, and, and Jeremy says it is John Ratlowski there, so you are yeah. spot on. Um, but I can't remember who is actually running the lanes and all of that with Gateway now. But you're starting to see some things Maybe like the they've got a few ten granders, they've got a few five granders. That is what I've been waiting for. You will, I will drive eight hours to come race those races. Okay. My whole family's going to be there, so it's going to be fun for me anyway, right? But that's the that's what I've been waiting on, the the home of the Super Megabucks to, to come back to life. Um, you know, I met a lot of big racers at that Super Megabucks, and some of those Megabucks, Troy Williams, uh, Gephardt kind of 
my good man Brad Gephardt put me on to a couple of good guys there and, and kind of cut lights with 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 the best and um, I'm looking forward to that again because that was that was fun man super mega bucks was uh, we've talked about this in one of our previous live streams but uh, super mega bucks was one of the original big money bracket races back in the day um, People forget about that, but that's that at that point all there was was Ten Tuck and uh, the Million, of course. Uh, but Super Mega Bucks was a huge deal and it was a huge success. And I don't know what happened. It just, it, well, what happened was I think the recession happened and there it went. True. But, uh, True. You know, because I I know when would I have been sixteen? So it couldn't have been. Well, it wasn't the recession because it couldn't have been. Uh, because I turned 16 in we 2002. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it couldn't have been the recession. So I don't know. It, it must have been management that did it because uh, because the recession couldn't have killed that because I remember my dad running the Camaro there because I remember sitting in the staging lanes because the Mopar oiled it down. They always do. I'm sorry, uh-huh. Mopar guys. We've uh-huh. got too much oil in there. Uh-huh. And they hold it start to finish, and we were sitting in my in the staging lanes by my dad's car, and we're leaning against the wheel of my dad's Camaro, and we're just sitting in the staging lanes like, man, it's pretty hot outside. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't drive yet, so it was a long time ago. Maybe 90s. 98, maybe? Man, I, I think it was earlier, though, because we were in college when the recession hit, and... Yeah. Um, you know, me and you, we rode motorcycles to the track a few times just to watch our dads race or, or get in on something, and and uh, then we'd ride back to, to to good old Wheels Up headquarters and and uh, hey, hey, he was play, play some pool there or do something, you know. But uh, um, yeah, man, I think Gateway's on. It's going to be on the rise. One thing, if they're listening, if you're listening, Gateway. For the love of God, have a big race at your racetrack. Yeah, stop underutilizing you, your facility. Oh my God, you guys have the greatest facility in the area. In the middle it's of the probably country. in the fifteen mile radius, a uh, fifteen hour. I'm sorry, I said mile. You guys have probably the greatest pit locations. You got the circle track that you can utilize. You got pits. You got down the track. You got around the corner. You got a casino. You got hotels. You got White Castle, man. I love White Castle. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Oh, it's White Castle. But please, please hire one of these big promoters to come and, and just throw a big money breaker race at Gateway, so that I can attend and 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 have fun. And if you got a White Castle, you need more port bodies. Everybody knows that. <laughs> That's a fact. But Gateway always had a bunch of those too, so I ain't worried. And I ain't worried about that. I ain't worried. So, yeah, man. Man, I'm telling you, though, that's that facility, I am, I don't know. I just, growing up there and everything, you just look at all this stuff, and then you look at where we where we kind of go now, and you just look at it, and you're like, this facility is so underutilized. It's it's so disappointing that it, that it isn't what it is. I mean, there's no reason the, the SFG million or the Great American million or – Anything. I mean, any of those races that those promoters put on, not even the millions, there's no reason it shouldn't be a gateway, and I'm sure they would love to have it there because they could accommodate as many people as would show up. They would let all fit. Let they me do a favor. Thousands let, of cars. Let me do a great favor, okay? Hire Great American, SFG, 
hire whoever. I, I, I hope whoever you hire puts on a big race, right? Throw a race the weekend before it. Watch what happens. You're going to have more cars than you know what to do with because everybody's going to show up at the track for that big race Friday that you start. You can run a three-day event if you want to. Please, don't think that they aren't going to show up. They are, I think in Michigan they had an IHRA finals or something. They couldn't even finish the race because it was that many people at the race trying to get ready for the Dude, big race. a lot. Before they have the spring fling at Galat, it's the same amount of people that are at the spring fling. They're at the regular race. You have 600 entries in a five grander, in a ten yeah. grander. Please, for, for just for business savvy, throw throw a race right around the race that you're going to have that somebody else is going to be running, and then thank me later. And then number two, I charge 15 percent to Born Bracket <laughs> Racing YouTube channel. That's what you can make the check out to because this is, I'm just trying to give you an idea of how you can make a little bit of extra money. So, exactly. Gateways, exactly. tough top, bulb, top to bottom. You better have a 20 light in the sportsman and no more than one off at a show, at a yep. slow gateway class. By the time yep. you get into the pro, it's double true. old lights in pro, dead six or eight. Um, super pro, John Rulaski was bridesmaid came down to last let's see last race of the year john did that all off the bottom bub in the super pro class to runner up yeah. d3 in indy if you yeah. run it up d3 in indy on the bottom bub you please somebody pull in the lanes in front of me so i don't have to race you into the final I might beat you. You better be go chase Nick Hastings so we don't have to deal with him whenever At they all. run out of those footbrake cars. <laughs> put Nick, put Nick on the on the trailer, please. You know, yep. so or Kevin Pollard. We, no, we need all the help we some can of get. Guys <laughs> name trailer, but nah, man. As we approach the good old hour and twenty minute mark, man, what else you got to close us out, Casey? Man, I'd say uh, the only thing I got is. Uh, the usual conclusion, it's the same thing. This is a quote from George Etchison Jr. Or are you the second now? What are you? you I'm still Junior. I, I'm Junior. Junior. Yeah, I'll stay Junior. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Quote, the great George Etchison Jr. Smack the tree and turn on the electricity. <laughs>